Hey guys, what up? Welcome to another episode of Chat with Matt. I'm your host, Matty Manx, and um, on today's podcast, we're going to be answering a Q and we're going to be doing a Q&A. So a question that came through. Let me just jump on here and uh, read out the question. But before that question, guys, if you get some something from this podcast, something from the group, first of all, invite a friend and uh, subscribe to the show. Chat with Matt on Apple or Spotify. All right, the question. Dear Dolly Doctor. She didn't say that, but anyway. I work out six days a week, restrictive dieting, added weights now, but can't lose weight. All right, so let's break this down. It's very brief, but um, I'll tell you what I think the question meant. I work out six days a week. I have been restrictive dieting. So I've been restricting myself. I've now added weights. Obviously, she must have hit a plateau. She's uh, hitting weights now, but she still can't lose weight. Let's break this one down. All right. First of all, guys, like this because in the groups, it, it disappears. So give us some love, comment on it. So make sure we shoot this live video up to the top of the feed. But um, where do we start? Now, before anything, we need context. Context of previous diet history. Have you done many diets before? Because obviously that matters. But just going from this question, let's just break it down. So she's working out six days a week. She's obviously restricting herself. Now, this is very common. You might know someone or you may have done it in the past. Now, someone that's eating 1,200 calories and they're working six days a week. If you're starting here, it doesn't leave you much, much room to move because your activity is almost capped out at seven days a week. You're doing a lot. Now, do you want to train 14 times a week? Do you want to train seven days a week? If you can sustain that, um, go for gold, guys, but most can't. Um, so she's working out six days a week. She's restricted, she's restrictive eating. Now, most people think about breaking into that next level. So they go from training six days a week to seven days a week. And they're just saying, all right, I'll go from training 30 minutes a day to 45 minutes a day. Or I'll go from restricting myself to eating 1,200. I'll just go and eat 1,000 calories a day. And they stay there for the next six months. This is where most people go wrong. And um, that's why you can't lose weight because your metabolism is so efficient. It's so efficient at protecting you. You've got a defense mechanism. The second you take calories, also known as energy, from the body, your body's efficient and knows what you're doing. So if we take calories from the body, right? Say you're eating 1,200 calories. If we take a little bit more calories from that and you, your body knows that you've been restricting yourself for this long, you take calories from the body, your metabolism most likely is going to straight away adapt to that stimulus. It's, it's so used to you restricting yourself for so many years that it's going to constantly do that. And what happens when we pull calories back? Stress goes up. When stress goes up, what goes up? Weight. So when I talk about restoring the metabolism, and I know I bang on about this a lot, we talk about managing stress. So if we don't bring stress down, I look like Russell Crowe from The Gladiator. You know? Remember that show, guys? Um, if we don't bring stress down, I've seen the numbers, guys, with so many people like, you can pull calories back to 500 a day. If stress is up here, weight's not going to move. So how do we fix this? First of all, we dial back the working out. Now, let's say she's doing six days a week of high-intensity 
cardio. That is a lot of stress on the body. She's restricting herself from foods too, so stress is up here. Firstly, we need to think, all right, how do we reduce stress? And I know this shit sounds boring, guys, but I promise you, if you try this, shit works. We're going to ask her, how's sleep going? My clients will tell you, first two questions I ask, how's sleep, how's energy? Because if you're sleeping eight hours a night and energy's down, saying something about your food or your stress. So first thing we're going to fix sleep, seven to eight hours. We're going to have a bedtime routine. We're going to get up the same time every day, all right, for at least five days a week, five to six days. Once we fix that, we're going to start working on getting some movement up, so steps. Now, let's consider this person is doing, I don't know, We'll say high end. So she's doing 20,000 steps a day. What I'm going to do, I'm going to dial that back. All right, can we go from 20,000 a day? Can we dial steps back to, I don't know, 15,000 steps a day gradually? I don't want her to just drop down to 2,000 steps a day. We're going to gradually drop steps because what's this, what is this doing? More stress on the body, more steps. Now, I know it sounds crazy because I'm saying exercise less, but listen to me. Let me, let me uh, finish here. So... She's training six days a week. We're going to dial that back to three days per week. And then on the calorie side, we're going to give her more calories. Because most times, and if my client's in here, I can't see the feed, I'm in Zoom. But if you're in here and you've gone through a restore phase, please comment and let someone know. Because most times when we increase calories, people have not had a hunger, hung, a hunger signal in years. As soon as we give the body more food, the metabolism kicks in. Hunger is a good sign of metabolism functioning. So give your body more. Guess what comes? Hunger comes. Guess what improves? Energy proves. Guess what else proves? Sex drives, sleep, everything, guys. So we're fixing the energy by giving your body more calories. And most, now there's two types, there's actually three types of people, but let's keep it real simple. We'll just say two types of people when you increase their calories in this restore phase. The first person is a hyper responder. This person is going to respond super quick. So their metabolism is so efficient that we're going to give them more food. Bang. Their metabolism is going to catch up, take those calories and burn. Give them more food. They're going to chew it up and burn. So the more food we give them, their body's just chewing it up all day long. Now, what happens with that hyper-responder? So the person with a super-efficient metabolism who is now eating more and still losing weight, when we go back and go through a calorie deficit, this is why, tell me if this has happened to you. You've tried a diet and two weeks in, you're crushing it. You probably lost a kilo, two kilos, or for those people who track pounds, you probably lost, I don't know, one to four pounds in that first two weeks and bang, that plateau came. Now, plateaus are super normal. It's just a sign that your metabolism is super efficient. Now, we do a certain, certain things that break through plateaus. We don't just continue to pull calories back. We actually give your body more calories because we're constantly trying to work against this metabolism. Just imagine, how can I put this? A balancing beam or a set point. Imagine a straight line. We've got a set point here. Now, anytime we move away, this is your set point. Anytime we move from this set point, your metabolism's trying to catch up. So if you're meant to be eating 2,000 calories and <laughs> I look like an idiot, 
if you're meant to be eating 2000 calories and you've been eating 1200 calories for years, well, guess what? You've now reconditioned your metabolism to believe that it's set point, which is up here is 1200 calories. This is why when people go out and binge or they fall off their diet after doing 1200 calories for six months, they go out and say, you know what? Fuck it mentality. I'm going back to how I ate before. So when they start eating more, their body thinks there's set points down here. So the second we give the body more, your body's like, this isn't my set point. I've never been here before when it has, but it doesn't know that. You start to gain weight. So in saying this, once we fix stress, once we retrain your metabolism to believe that it should be at its normal set point, well, then we go back later and we increase steps. We increase your working out. We give you a sustainable diet with the foods you love so you can get the weight off. Most people try and skip the step of restoring your metabolism. If you're dieting on 1,200 calories, you can either keep going, keep starving yourself, but it's inevitable. You're eventually going to have to come back and restore your metabolism either now or later. You just can't stay on low calories forever. That's what I always preach. And I know marketing sexy, like 21 day challenges, they're great. But guess what, guys? Like, if you've got 10 kilos to lose, if you've been starving yourself for years and years and years, the truth is, unless you go back and fix the problem, which is your metabolism, and earn the right to lose fat, you'll never get the weight off. And I know it sounds negative, but that's just that's the way fat loss works. And restoring the metabolism, it's pretty much just fixing stress. So that's what, that's what I'll recommend. So if you are someone who's training six days per week, you're doing a lot of steps, you are on super low calories and calories have not moved for a long time. Do you think another diet is going to fix that? So if my car, if my car had four flat tires, right? and I took those tires off and put four more flat tires on, do you think it'll drive better? That is, what, that is exactly what it's like when you just go from another diet to another diet. Do you think we should pump those tires up or maybe replace them? That's what restoring the metabolism is. You restore the metabolism and then you can go back and you can drive the car wherever you want. But most people skip that step. And most times you need to stop, not stop training, but you need to dull back your training and focus more on resistance training. And I own a gym. I used to do a lot of high intensity. But once I understood this, and this, that, that, that's the best thing about owning a gym because I can coach what I believe. What I believe is right. That's resistance training and I love mobility. Mobility is good for stress. It's not as stressful on the body. Three days per week, I used to do unlimited sessions. I had clients training 400 sessions a week and, you know, gaining weight. So we scrapped that now. We do three days a week, resistance training. On your days off, you walk. Results have never been, be have never been better. So, guys, sometimes you need to take a step back to go forward. So imagine a bow and arrow. Sometimes you've got to pull that arrow back. Take a step back. Boom eventually it'll hit the bullseye all right guys so thank you i hope you got something from this podcast now on friday i'm going to be doing something special now we're going to be doing hot seats 
So I'm going to get one person live on Zoom. And I'm going to go through whatever questions they have. I'm going to diagnose them. I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to give them a nutrition diagnostic, if that makes sense. Diagnostic, diagnosis. And uh, we're going to do that live. So if you're interested in that, reach out to me, Matthew Manka at movewithmat.com.au. Longest email ever. Um, or else just comment below and I'll get in touch. And um, you got to be willing to get on live, uh, on Zoom live too, but for the audience. All right, guys, sound good? Thanks for joining me. And uh, as always, guys, if you are part of the podcast, subscribe. Let me know what else you like me to cover, any questions, anything you're struggling with. And uh, as always, see you guys next Tuesday or Monday in the States. Much love. Peace out.